Today's episode is brought to you by Triumph Equine Kinesiology Tape. Accessible, affordable, and made for all sticky situations. It's my favorite equine kinesiology tape, and I bet it'll be yours too. Available at triumphtape.com, and we'll also link it in the show notes. I'm Judith, and this is the Starline Equine Bodywork Podcast. This is a podcast about all of the things that I've learned and continue to learn in my career with horses. For the better part of a decade, I've been a full-time equine bodywork practitioner, educator, and author. My obsession? How horses really work. And how to get the most from our relationship with them in training and in sport. My passion? Helping horse owners, body workers, and aspiring body workers get going, unpack the latest science, research, and experiences behind what we do with horses to support their potential and optimize their performance. Recently, I did a podcast episode on before and after pictures and uh, sort of the unrealistic expectations that it sometimes puts into the minds of clients going into sessions and their expectations about what uh, bodywork can do for their horses. Now that episode and the response I got to it or got from it and the responses I got from other bodywork practitioners got me thinking, you know, it's really important that the client practitioner relationship is full of open communication. One of the things that is true about almost every body worker is that we're horse people too. We've often owned horses or do own horses. So we have a unique understanding of clients' needs because we're often clients ourselves for other body workers and other people to come in and work on our horses. So I know from both perspectives, from um, a body worker's practitioner's perspective and from a horse owner's perspective, um, what I like to see and experience in that relationship between a client and a practitioner. Now, when we have new clients coming into our business, I love to have conversations about what their expectations are um, from a bodywork session as well as what their expectations are of their animal, what their goals are, if they have a timeline for those goals. Because really and truly, uh, the type of work and the timeline you go through is a little bit altered if they have a competition season that they're looking at, or if the goal is just to keep the horse comfortable if they're retired, or if they're rehabilitating from an injury. Um, when we come in, when we do bodywork sessions, and how we load the homework on is very very different than if you have a retired animal, a show animal, or a recuperating animal. Now, I get asked questions a lot from clients, and I'm sure I've asked them in the past to other practitioners about how long it's going to take to resolve a certain situation. And the truth is, uh, without ever having touched someone's animal, I can't tell you that. I don't know how they're going to respond to the work, how quickly they're going to respond to the work, or even if that is the underlying cause of what you're feeling or just a symptom of a greater issue. And if we're going to have to get vets involved or other forms of body work involved. So it's very hard to comment until you've seen a horse before. And even at that first session, you can 
can really only make an educated guess as to what you expect to see as a practitioner um, before the next session because you haven't touched that body before. That is your first time. So it may actually uh, resolve itself a little faster than you expected or a little slower, but you're only really taking um, a guess based on experience and based on what you've seen from touching other horse bodies in your lifetime. And we need to be very upfront with our clients about that. The other thing that truly affects the outcome uh, is whether or not your client is religiously doing the homework that you've given them. Now, uh, if you ask them to do something seven days a week, it's not realistic that every client is at the barn seven days a week. So are they just doing it when they're there? Or are they able to recruit the help of a friend in order to get them uh, the horses doing those homework exercises on the days they're not there? And we really have to look at the practical and the realistic because those homework exercises often either prolong the body work or push the horses through uh, what they're going th- what they're going through physically into um, a happier or feeling better kind of place. That's the goal of leaving homework exercises in the first place. And I know from personal experience, I have, um, you know, had bodywork sessions done on my own horses with other practitioners and been all gung-ho and say, yes, I'll commit to doing the homework. And, you know, life does get in the way and things do slow down. And that is going to really, uh, and we have to have that conversation with our clients and we have to be understanding of it as a client. It's really going to um, affect the effectiveness of uh, the body work and what happens. Now, um, the other thing I think we need to have clear and open conversation about is what the scope of the work each person practices is. I think it's important while we're all horse people and we all have opinions about saddle fit and bridle fit and body work and uh, supplementation and nutrition, that we leave those comments to the people who specialize in those areas. No one can be an expert in every single area, nor should we try to be. And I think as clients, we need to respect those boundaries and be careful of those questions that we ask so that we're not putting our practitioners into kind of a sticky situation. I know as a body worker, I can feel if muscles that are involved in saddle fit have, um, you know, had effects on them and I can suggest maybe getting a saddle fitter out, but I am not a saddle fitter myself. And so uh, me fitting a saddle for your horse, that's, it's not what you want me to do. Um, So we need to, you know, have very clear and open communication about things like that as well. Now, the other thing is, um, and I, I think all body workers will agree that our profession uh, is expensive to learn. It takes a lot of years to learn. We get very invested emotionally in the well-being of our clients' horses. And uh, we need for ourselves to keep boundaries and really strict office hours. So, uh, you know, having clients text you updates, this is such welcome things, but 
it's really nice when that is during office hours or, you know, if um, you you finish riding your horse in your lesson and you're really excited and you're putting your horse away and you want to say how great the horse feels, it might be a time of day that's more suited to an email that can be picked up when your practitioner um, is in their office hours and not coming to them immediately to their personal cell phone. Now, um, the other thing that is really important for us all to communicate on is scheduling appointments. One of the hardest things for bodywork practitioners with a mobile business, and of course going barn to barn is considered a mobile business, is uh, scheduling. Really and truly, it is uh, one of the greatest challenges in business and being able to fit clients in and the travel time between barns and the time it takes to disinfect things and to, you know, take off the outer layers and put on the new layers and do all the things for biosecurity. All of this um, is really factored into uh, your appointments. And so when you reschedule your appointment, you really and truly are not only affecting the progress of your horse and those communicated goals and timelines that you've had with your practitioner, but you're also um, asking your practitioner to then either, if you're in the middle of the day, you know, sit in a parking lot and wait, um, and which is a waste of their time, their professional time, or you're asking them to uh, go ahead and communicate with all of the people before you or all of the people after you to alter their session times. And so I know in my practice, and every practice is different, I'm not going to speak for other people, but in my practice, we don't actually uh, require the owners to be there. It's nice if you can be there and we can talk about what's going on. um, And it's lovely to see everyone's face. uh, But you know, it's not required and we can speak afterwards. Sometimes it's more important, um, not only for the respect of our business and our practice, but also for your horse's long-term journey to allow the session to go ahead. And it's important to have a relationship with your practitioner that you can trust them and you know um, of the standards of their care and their horsemanship and of their sessions to be able to do that. Or have you know a representative come and hold the horse for you. Now, uh, one of the other things that's really important to communicate, certainly for the type of body work that I do, is when owners are there, I love to show them things. I love to demonstrate. I love to go through so they understand what's going on, what my goals are, and uh, how I'm interpreting what I'm feeling. Um, But Giving your practitioner space to work is very important. A lot of people say to me, oh, my horse doesn't kick. But when I'm going in and putting my hand on their patella and, um, you know, manipulating the ligaments in and around there, it's very common for a horse. It's an odd feeling. It's very common for them to kick out out of the blue. And I, you know, have trained in a way that I can stand. So I'm not going to get kicked. But if the owner is trying to watch what I'm doing. I'm very concerned about them getting kicked and I'll often have to put my own body in a place that puts me at risk. So it is nice to give your practitioner space. You can, of course, ask them what they're doing. I know as a horse owner, I love to ask questions. I want to learn everything I can. I want to know everything I I can about what other people are feeling on my horses, but it's very important to give your practitioner space to work and communicate as a handler um, um, if you're seeing anything 
going on in the expression of the horse that could indicate that he may strike out or kick out um, while that practitioner is concentrating um, perhaps on a specific area. The other thing that's really important in that client-practitioner uh, relationship is understanding who else is seeing the horse. So if your horse is seeing multiple body workers and having multiple modalities done, which is very common and very advisable, um, we need to know who is doing what. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, in the form of these long written um, reports. Uh, often that's not what's key. But it's important to know because we like to allow the work of one practitioner to take effect with the nervous system and not overload the horse. And it's important to know what homework exercises one practitioner is giving and whether the homework exercises that another practitioner is giving um, are kind of going to be piling a little too much onto that horse at that time. And sometimes it's good for these people to have conversations about where they see it's going. So sometimes it's a teamwork thing where there's a big communication and it's the best for your horse. That is going to only provide the best outcome from the horse. The other thing is about session length. And this is something I um, I feel needs to be addressed. Often when um, we go on and we look at the services that different practitioners provide on their website, they'll say, you know, I provide massage and it is, you know, a 60 to 90 minute session or a 30 to 45 minute session. And they price them accordingly. Uh, so for the type of body work I do, I can only speak for that. It's not necessarily always going to be the same length of session. Sometimes we can go in and address the major muscle groups of the horse's body and the horse is in a place where we can only ethically plug in a few more suggestions to the body before we overload the nervous system. Or perhaps the questions we need to ask are so big that they should be the only questions we ask. And it doesn't mean that that session is going to be less valuable because it's shorter. Perhaps it can be more profound to the horse and to his nervous system and his mental well-being if we decide to make music and not noise. We don't want to push too far. And that is absolutely an important and critical piece in looking after the horse's well-being. You need to communicate this to your clients if you're a practitioner and clients if you have questions. You can't just assume that, you know, your body worker didn't give you enough attention that day. You should be asking the question. You should feel comfortable enough to ask the question, this was a shorter session today or this was a longer session today. Why is that? Can you talk to me about what's going on? And those are really important uh, moments and critical moments in understanding not only what's going on with your horse, but in that relationship between a client and practitioner.
So uh, I wish you all open and happy communication with your practitioners and practitioners. Um, lots of food for thought to be really open, upfront, and honest about the scope of your work and about your intentions for every session and where you think the horse should end up after that session. So uh, love to hear updates from clients and uh, everybody. I hope you will be well. Equine kinesiology tape increases the efficiency of your horse's body so that together you can strive for your goals. In the working horse, tape supports joints with long-term soundness in mind. It addresses fascial issues, lymphatic and circulation issues, and assists muscles, tendons, and ligaments. It can also be used in injury rehabilitation programs for faster and safer recovery so that your horse can feel like himself again. Tape is an affordable and accessible tool that, with a little know-how, can revolutionize your training and rehabilitation programs. Stuck Up is a course designed to give you the confidence and skills to add kinesiology taping to your toolbox, whether you're a horse owner or a professional body worker. Join Stuck Up and train like a professional, think like a body worker. Enroll at StuckUpCourse.com.